thankful for a win and proud of our players for playing 60 minutes of football. And I think that's what this program is built upon, is never giving up. And um, I think God's not here today. I got goosebumps just hearing this song and hearing that quote from Sean Clark, who joins us now. I could see that being a book title just based on these three weeks, months from now. God's a mountaineer. It's pretty good. Sean Clark, appreciate the time. Before we get to the game, Lee Corso and Kirk Herbstreet have been traveling the country with college game day since you were playing at Appalachian. So just as an alum and a football fan, when did it really hit you that college football's premier show was at your school, the place that you played, the place that you coached, showcasing your town? Well, I really didn't believe it until the, the, the college game day bus uh, pulled the boot on uh, Thursday afternoon. And it was a great, it's a great moment for our university, for the, the town of Boone, our students, all the alumni, just, and it really is for all the coaches came before us. Well, what a great event it was. And um, it, we put our, it put our university, our program on a national stage for, I say three hours, but really it was about 72 hours after that, uh, the Hail Mary uh, catch. So, and you can't put a price tag on the advertising we got for everything here in Boone, the university, and every, everybody involved. How often do you talk to Coach Jerry Moore? I talk to Coach on a weekly basis. Uh, we, we always meet up on Wednesday evening to go to the fire, and uh, he'll always swing by practically at least once a day. And it's so good to get Coach back into the program. He's involved more. Um, again, he, he built this program. We're just uh, the keepsakers of it. And um, it's, it's great to have him back involved. And after the game, he was one of the first person I saw in the locker room. And uh, he just hugged me, told me congratulations. And, hey, this one's over. Go to the next one. 20 years to the week of Miracle on the Mountain, the Furman uh, win from 20 years back. You guys get Miracle on the Mountain Part 2, I think it's being dubbed. Is Sean Clark cool with this being dubbed Miracle on the Mountain Part 2? Uh, you could call it what you want to call it. It's dubbed <laughs> in the win column. <laughs> That's a good answer. Okay, a great coach answer. And on that note, as great as having game day is, I know the coach inside you is probably concerned about all right, let's get the focus of the 18 to 22-year-olds. We heard about the mouse traps, don't take the cheese and all that. This is why I've been told by many coaches, senior day worries them about the emotions you feel wanting to make sure you're ready for, for kickoff of the game. How much did that piece stress you out knowing about the battle that seemed inevitable from Troy? I, I probably worried about it more than our players did. You know, We, we set those out on uh, Monday night and and they they were in early on Tuesday morning and saw the rat the the mouse traps. They thought we had a mouse problem in the building, so they were afraid to go in the locker room for a second. And um, but yeah, you know, I probably worry about more than they do. We have these young kids today, and they're so involved with everything with social media, their phones, and you know, you swear, are you keeping the main thing the main thing? And we have a very mature football team. I think we did that. But we faced a very good Troy team, and with this conference, week in and week out, if you don't play your very best, then you're going to get beat. And we played just good enough to win. We played for 60 minutes, and we were able to get uh, one more play than they did. Had to come up with a win. App State coach Sean Clark's with us here on WSJS. The coolest thing to me, being in Boom for that 63-61 game a couple weeks ago, was seeing you leave the podium, and before you left and seeing Chase walk up, you made sure to stick up for him and tell you how proud, tell everybody how proud you were of Chase Bryce, who since that day has authored two of the most memorable moments in the history of this program. 
What do you admire most about Chase Bryce? Well, I go back to that the, the podium. I saw Chase outside by himself, and you know, Chase was crushed, you know, like we all were. And there's two people get the criticism and two people get the praise, the head football coach and the quarterback. And I want to make sure all that nation, everybody that, that surrounds our building or our program knows, you know, who Chase is and what, he, what he's about. And, and that kid believes black and gold. He loves his place. And he's a natural leader. Uh, kids gravitate to him. Just his energy around the building, it, it permeates everywhere. And I'm so proud of Chase because he's given us a chance to win every single week. And, and we, we have help around him now, and he's doing an excellent job. He's a great leader and a great human being. I know that final play is something that you guys practice. I think on after the game you said Friday, it's something that you guys work on each week. How many times, though, during practice does the offense actually score a touchdown on it? Well, we do that a lot. We do it live in fall camp, and it's offense versus defense. And to be honest, I, I've probably through 22 years have scored one time in practice on it. But I've been fortunate enough. This is the second um, Hail Mary ball that's that's been thrown and caught in my career. And, you know, someone's given me a national statistic since 2009 on the Hail Mary, there's only a 9% chance of, of making that play. But if you look at the play, how it worked out, that's how we practice it. Dalton Sherman goes up, Christian Horns at the very back, he tips it back, and then um, another receiver sitting there, uh, Cade Robinson blocks for him to go in the end zone. And it can go either way, ever how it works out, but that's exactly how we practice it. And, you know, practice um, execution is game day reality, they say, and it worked out just fine for us. What's a moment on the field during that chaos or in the locker room that the cameras didn't capture that you think is going to stick with you a really long time from Saturday? I'm not sure. I know that um, Ed Hodges, our, the police officer, is with me. He was trying to catch me. I didn't know what to do, to go to the power or, or go look, look at the coach and find him. So um, I, I think I used some old lineman tricks. I think I, I hit three or four people and knocked them down the way to, to find the coach. But uh, – uh, after this season, I'm going to sit down and watch these three games and kind of enjoy it and kind of soak it all in. You know, things happen so fast now that, you know, you, you really don't get a chance to enjoy winning. So as soon as the game was over, you had media obligations, and, and you go home and see your family, and it's bedtime, and you're up to go to church the next morning, and it's time to get back to work. So um, it's hard to enjoy right now, and winning's hard, and, and we'll enjoy this when the season's over. What was that church service like the next day? It was fantastic. The preseason had an App State uh, shirt on, he, and he's a Texas A&M fan. <laughs> Wait, the pastor is an Appalachian or a Texas A&M fan? Without question, he's, he's from Texas, and and he's an A&M fan. He even had an Appalachian State polo on. <laughs> I don't think see you were in you were in church last Sunday because of travel issues, but I'd be willing to bet there wasn't an Appalachian State shirt around his neck uh, a week ago. Well, there there really was because he actually traveled to Texas A&M and, and it was on our sideline with an App State shirt on. Oh. So, um, so I think I got him converted now. He's paid a lot of money for his kids to go to school here, so he better be converted. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, last thing for you, Sean Clark, because I know you're busy. How do you – so the last three weeks have been kind of crazy. Carolina, I mean, 63-61, you know, you, you see the win at Texas A&M and then the Hail Mary on Saturday. How do you top that against uh, James Madison this weekend? I'd say it's, uh, if you watch the tape, you have to kind of reset the, the button pretty quick. You know, they, they're only giving up 10 yards rushing per game and seven points per game. I think they're, they're first in every uh, category and 
uh, defense, and and this is a tough conference. We knew coming in, James Madison going to be a very uh, tough opponent, and you put the tape on, you're just like, man, we got it's a, another week of a tough opponent. So we have to play our very best, have a chance to win, and it's going to be a sold out uh, crowd again here at the Rock on Saturday afternoon at three o'clock, and um, it's on to the next, and that's all we can do. Coach Clark, whether you're winning nine games, going undefeated, miracle finishes, or just sneaking through. Uh, you're always welcome on in the triad, and a lot of areas of this area, as you know, bleeds black and gold. So the time is appreciated, as I know you. a lot of people are fighting for your time. Thank you. Now, I appreciate being on the show and appreciate you letting us talk about App State football and through all the triad area, though. And um, look forward to seeing all of our, our black and gold fans come here for the Saturday and cheer us on, okay?